This is Amy Pavi, producer director of 12 Chimes It's Midnight, and I'm here with the voice of our show, our host, Josh Horowitz. Hello. Hey, Josh. How you doing, Amy? I was hoping Josh could introduce his alternate edit of Spooky along with a quick interview because I, Josh, I have some questions. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'm hoping you can start off by talking a bit about the reason for your alternate version of the story. Yeah, so Spooky is a bit of an interesting journey. So it's the third script that I've had a a privilege to write for 12 Chimes. Uh, The other ones that I did were... Uh, I'm, I'm slow down, yes. <laughs> slow down and nutmeg were the other ones, and after those, I, I knew I I wanted to do another one, and uh, I I think I wrote this over probably three years or something, and then you know the pandemic kind of gave me a chance to revisit it, and I went ahead and recorded it, but at the same time, I wanted to have an opportunity to take this script to another group that I'm with. I'm actually a a union actor, part of SAG-AFTRA, and I'm part of a group called the SAG-AFTRA Radio Players, or SARP. And we do old-time radio. In fact, uh, around the same time that I had joined that organization, I was doing some of the stuff for 12 Chimes a couple of years ago. And we've actually done a slowdown with the SARP committee all over Zoom during this pandemic. We Usually we would do these radio plays uh, in front of a live audience, and we would actually cast uh, different union members. And I wanted to originally do Nutmeg. It didn't work out because of the pandemic. But just within the committee, we did slow down, and I wanted to see if we could also do Spooky, just because it was a fun script. There were a lot of different parts, and I knew some people that were part of the committee that would be perfect for it. And as it was, I actually have in the original version of Spooky, a couple of union members who I've worked for or worked with doing other radio plays for SARP. Uh, Bob Telford uh, was actually one of the people running SARP for a while. And I had met Beth Damiano uh, because she was in one of the radio plays that I did with SARP many years ago. And it's a lot of fun. Oh, I actually didn't know that was your connection with Beth. Oh, yeah. 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 We were in uh, a show called The Summer People which was part of the CBS Mystery Radio series. I guess that was from the 70s, but we did a live version of that, which was very, uh, very 12 chimes. <laughs> very cool script, that one. I don't know that if one is really it. great. I do it, remember yeah. that one. Yeah, she, she ended up playing uh, uh, basically the, the head of the, of the summer people who were running things. And uh, I, I was the naive uh, husband <laughs> at that time. But, but anyway, so yes, we ended up doing a version of uh, spooky with the SARP committee. And this one was interesting because not only was it done with the group, you know, radio style, but we did it uh, over Zoom. There is actually a an acting live version of it. Uh, we were wearing costumes and stuff. And, and then I ended up later editing it. And it's going to be released actually as part of the SAG After Foundation uh, uh, there, oh. There's going to be a like a, a fundraiser associated with it, so I, I can't reveal the, uh, the the video version yet. But there is one. It's got all these cool special effects and stuff to go with the the audio uh, medium. And uh, but yeah, that that's why there are two versions. And and here's the interesting bit. So I actually had a chance to edit that version before I edited the Twelve Chimes version. You took the audio from the Zoom recording, right? From the Zoom, yeah. 
there were actually only two takes total. We when we recorded it. Oh, you just recorded it. We real did time it. We through. did it straight. We did the first one straight, and we did a second read straight. Well, I mean, but what a cool opportunity to play with the same story, and and try it two different ways. I mean, you really got to experiment with that. Was there any? What was what was the main takeaway from doing those two things? It was interesting. Yeah, it, it was uh, one of the biggest things I noticed was the pace that uh, the version that I got for the Twelve Chimes one was much faster. You know, a good couple of minutes, probably uh, uh, less than the other one. I mean, it was it was basically the same story. I mean, it, I kept thinking in the back of my head about how certain reads were supposed to be. And I tried not to bias myself when I was choosing different takes from the actors from the Twelve Chimes one because I, I didn't want it to be exactly the same. But mm-hmm. I did have in the back of my mind just how the characters should be. And it it does feel different, but I mean, it's still the same same story. And uh, you know, hopefully people will enjoy both. Twelve Chimes. It's midnight. At midnight, anything can happen. Do you remember a time when wars were cold and people fought them in the shadows? It was a time of spies and secrets with each side trying to outdo the other using any means necessary. Join us now as we drop in on a highly classified meeting at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., where even the uncanny is not off the table. In the play, Spooky. Shogatoba. Gatoba. Tagda nachni misu. In isabut kod golosovoi activatsi. Viski, tango, foxtrot, vosim adin divit. Tatovarish. I, uh, I, I didn't catch much of that. My Russian's a bit rusty. But the boys over at Langley seem to think it was pretty important, though. It is, Colonel. That's why we brought over Special Agents Lansing and Meadows here to brief you on the matter. Good morning. Good morning, Colonel. Ah, Agent Lansing, Agent Meadows. Ah. No need to stand there. Please sit down. Now, will someone tell me what all this is about? Colonel Sweeney, our operative near Smolensk was able to acquire the magnetic tape recording you just heard about two weeks ago. The agency has high confidence that the Russians have established a new and dangerous espionage program. Well, surely a a Russian spy program's nothing new. I mean, we've been spying on each other for decades. Yes, sir, but we believe this is no ordinary program. I'm listening. The voice you heard on the recording relayed a highly sensitive access code. Nobody outside of the president's inner circle should have known about it. Are you suggesting we have a leak inside Jack's office? It's unlikely, sir. Everyone on the staff has been closely vetted, and the Oval Office is constantly scrubbed for bugs and other listening devices. Well, then what is it? I mean, how could they have known this access code? We're still trying to figure that out, sir. Colonel Sweeney, we have another audio recording we'd like you to hear from our mole inside the KGB. More Russian. 
Well, go ahead and play it, Agent Meadows. Yes, sir. This one has some translation added to it. It features our KGB mole, Vasimovna, talking to a KGB scientist. Привет, doctor. Спасибо. Greetings, doctor. Thank you for coming so quickly. The Kremlin appreciates your service. Of course, Comrade Vasimovna. Tell me, doctor, how is the subject doing? Ah, she shows great abilities in biological communication. The subject should be able to read the minds of others with ease. And what about this experiment? And why do you have a locked safe on the table? <laughs> we are testing if the subject is able to read documents inside the locked safe using her special abilities. The document's title inside the locked safe is Top Secret Codes. <laughs> Very good, Katya. Very good. Special abilities? Is this some kind of a joke? No, sir. You're aware that the Soviets have been trying for many years to find advances in various fields of science and technology. Weapons, rocketry, codes. Yes, yes, yes. I read the papers, too. Well, I thought we were winning the space race. But they didn't stop there, Colonel. The Russians have also been interested in um, the metaphysical. You don't say. Yes, sir. This recording is proof that the KGB has been participating in various parapsychological studies. What kind of studies? Experiments in extrasensory perception and telepathy. They call it Biology Chizkaya Savyaz, biological communication. Originally, the Russians were looking for a way to let their submarines communicate with the shore without electronics. So the Russians are studying up on strange stuff. I mean, what's the big deal? The Nazis were into that too. The idea, Colonel, was that during a nuclear war, telepathic communication would bypass any radio interference due to electromagnetic pulse emissions from a nuclear blast. We're investigating the possibility that the Russians have made a breakthrough in this field and may be using spies with biocommunication to infiltrate the highest levels of our government. Are you serious? Psychic spies? Well, not exactly psychic, but... Agents... This has all been very entertaining. And hell, you may be onto something, but I can't start alarming the president with a bunch of Russian hocus pocus. I need real proof, and I need it pronto. Come in, come in. You want to see us, Director Cartwright? Yes, Agent Meadows. Now, Lansing, please, shut the door. I just got a phone call from the Pentagon about the two of you. Director Cartwright, I can explain. No, 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 no need, Agent Lansing. I know about the work you and Agent Meadows are doing in the Soviet biocom channels. So, any leads so far into our mysterious spies? Well, not yet, sir, but we're beginning to think it may be more than just agents with telepathic abilities. Uh Uh-huh. Well... 
I might just have something for you. Take a look at this. These are photographs, and they're part of a batch of new intelligence that may be related to your investigation. Looks like this was taken at the National Mall here in Washington. Ah, uh, correct. Now, see that man over there sitting at the bench having lunch? That's one of our field agents. He was supposed to do a routine exchange with our mole in the KGB. Yes, that's Vasilmovma. She's the mole we heard about on the tape yesterday asking about the biocom experiments. Uh-huh. Now, look at this photo. That's Vasilmovna next to the agent. What's that behind them? Looks like a blur. Hmm, an error from when the film was developed? Oh, no, no, no. We had this picture developed several times, and it shows up in each one. Hmm. Listen, I have a meeting in a few minutes. I need the two of you to work on this photo and draft me a report with your conclusions by the end of the day. Yes, sir. I'm not sure what we'll find, but come on, Trish. Go to it. I don't know, Trish. I can't make anything out of this. We've got to find something, Bill. Our country's security may be riding on this. I know. We'll figure something out. Let's put it aside for now. What else are you working on? Well, we got this package from the lab. Seems to be some new technology from our group in Roswell, New Mexico. The team at Area 51? The extraterrestrial division? That's the one. Let's take a look. What is it? Hmm. Well, it looks like one of those stereoscopic Viewmaster toys that lets you see slides in 3D. What is this? A power switch? What are you seeing? Wow. This is incredible. Take a look, Bill. That's strange. Everything seems to have a glowing sheen around it. What's this device supposed to do? Well, apparently, the lab believes it's a dimensional shift phase viewer. It was found in the wreckage of that crash site at Area 51. Dimensional shift phase viewer? Not sure what that means. Looks neat, though. Kind of reminds me of the time the agency had us do that experimental analysis of some LSD samples. From the special activities section. Uh, don't remind me. Oh, Bill, I still get occasional flashbacks. Wait a minute. What the? Trish, come look at this. What is it? Here. Try focusing on that photograph of Vasimovna on the desk. Well, it's glowing like everything else, but I don't see anything different. Look closely at the blur next to Vasimovna. Try turning the adjustment knob if you don't see it. Wait, the blur. It's changing. Is is that a, a woman? You could see right through her. It's it's almost like she's... A ghost? Right, a ghost. Bill, the biological communication, the ESP, the telepathy. What if the subjects of the Russian studies can do this because they're... Dead. Oh my God. Is that how the Russians are doing it? Are there spooks? Actual ghosts? Oh, Gus, you really know how to pick them. You like it? You know, not everybody gets a chance to sleep here at the Watergate Hotel. The core, the stereo, even these silk sheets. Gus, how many strings did you have to pull to get this? 
Well, let's just say that being an agent for Central Intelligence has its privileges. Oh? Well, that and uh, Watergate's management didn't want to be investigated for harboring possible communist sympathizers. <laughs> really? Gus, are you abusing your power? Oh, you know it, baby. <laughs> Turns me on, you know. Pour me another glass, will you? You got it. Patty, you were quite something. You too, lover boy. Hey, Gus. <laughs> yeah, babe? I was thinking. Ooh, that's a dangerous habit. <laughs> Maybe it's time we stop making this a secret. Uh, I don't know, Patty. Uh, secrets are my forte. Come on, admit it. Your marriage with Diane has been on the rocks for years. We're an item, Gus, you and me. Isn't it time we made it official? Uh, you, you mean finally leave Diane? Then we can be together forever. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, Patty. It's a pretty big step, you know? And you're a great girl and all, but... Uh, hey, is it getting a little warm in here? Let me open a window. <sighs> My head. Feeling dizzy all of a sudden. Oh, Gus, I'm feeling it too. The room is spinning. Gus, what's going on? Wait. Wait a minute. So something's not right here. Oh, look, there's some residue in the glasses. The wine. Damn it. Oh, it's too careless. Someone's gone through my field kit on the dresser. It's open. Oh, they must have found the, the poison pills inside the compartment. I've got to find the antidote before it's too late. Someone poisoned our drinks? Uh, no, it's not here. Maybe in the, in the drawers. Maybe. maybe. Uh, oh. Gus? Gus? Ugh. Room service. Oh, looks like the door's open. Here's your dinner, sir. Wait. So, uh, are you okay? Oh my goodness! Colonel Sweeney, sir, sorry to interrupt you, your meeting. Uh, Deputy Director Cartwright is on his way up. Well, very good, Lieutenant. Just let him in when he arrives. Yes, sir. Please continue, Agent Meadows. You were mentioning you had proof about the Russian agents? Yes, Colonel, if you'll please take a look through this device. Well, I'll be damned. Is that... No, it can't be. What the hell is this? This device is able to detect latent paranormal signatures and images. We believe what you're seeing is an apparitional field agent, the same one from the recording you heard earlier. I 
aboriginal field agents? Well, how long do you estimate their program's been active? We don't know for sure, Colonel, but we think at least a year. <laughs> a year? Are you telling me the Soviets have been sending out their ghost spies? Um, apparitional field agents are more accurate, sir. Oh, oh shut up, Lansing. God damn apparitional field agents. What the hell is... These aren't just any spies, Colonel. We believe they're real spooks, paranormal entities, able to bypass our normal security measures via dimensional shift phasing, which we previously couldn't detect. So we may have a bunch of damn rooskies right here? floating through the walls and listening to my secretary by the water cooler talk about her weekend bridge club, or even spying on Jack in the Oval Office? Well, not exactly. Colonel Sweeney, Agent Meadows and I have been tracking this Russian spook program for over a year now. There's been no indication that their program has more than a small handful of recruits. Recruits? From what we've been able to piece together from wiretaps and shredded documents, only a small number of what we now suspect are expired operatives are able to even qualify for the program. We've also learned that even the cause of death can ruin a candidate. Agent Meadows? Agent Lansing? I'm sorry I'm late. Good morning, Colonel. Well, it's about damn time you showed up, Mr. Deputy Director. Your agents were just filling me in on the spooky situation from our friends in Moscow. Well, good. So you've heard the tapes. Yes, and I've looked through that crazy doohickey of yours. Now, what do you propose we do about these Russian ghosts? Colonel, it's clear that we have a spook gap with those Soviets. You're damn right we do. We need to match the Russians spook for spook with our own program and and right away. Absolutely. Now, Agents Meadows and Lansing, how soon can we have something in place? Um, Well, that's the problem, sir. What's that? Well, it may take us at least a year to find appropriate apparitional agents to train. No, 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 that won't do. The president expects results right away. Now, Director Cartwright, we need something and we need it now. Colonel, I think Agent Meadows is, uh, well, a bit conservative in her estimates. I'm sure we can get something up and running and quickly. What? Sir, you know that's not true. Given a generous amount of funding, that is. Oh, now, don't you worry, Director. There's a healthy budget for this. But we need to see results in three weeks for Jack's meeting with the National Security Council. Three weeks? But, Colonel, that's hardly enough time. No, no, no. We'll get right on it, Colonel. I'm sure our agents can get creative. Bill, there is no way we can get an apparitional recruit ready in time, and you know it. We have to, Trish. We can't just say no to funding on this scale. We have been waiting for this opportunity for years. But it's impossible. It would take at least a year to train a live agent, let alone a dead one. And let's not forget about the candidate's tendency to go rogue. Well, we'll just have to risk it. This is our big chance to get even with the Russians. But where are we supposed to find an available recruit? What are we supposed to do, kill one of our agents? Just a moment, Trish. Agent Lansing, yes? 
That's right. What? When did this happen? An hour ago. There may still be time. Make sure he isn't moved. Thank you. You're not going to believe this. Do you know an Agent Gusterson? Gusterson. Um, I think he's from the Office of Special Activities. What about him? He was found dead in a hotel room at the Watergate about 30 minutes ago, along with a young lady. Oh, no. Either a double suicide or a double homicide. DC police are investigating, and get this, no bullet wounds, possibly poison. Poison? But that means... No bullet trauma to disqualify the recruit. We may have found our operative. Incredible! I'll grab the equipment. Where's the body? Sibley Memorial in DC. There's no time to lose. Quick, let's go. Well, agents, here's the receiving room. Let's see, you're looking for a, uh, ah, Agent Gunderson. Gusterson, yeah. Um, classified as cyanide poison. We're scheduled to perform an autopsy later today. We'll just need a few minutes with the body. Fine, take your time. It's not like he's gonna run off or anything. <laughs> hey, what's that strange device you have there? Special diagnostic equipment, doctor. Oh, looks like something from one of those sci-fi movies. <laughs> well, um, just try not to disturb the body, please. Good thing I was able to secure this device from the lab. I owe Jenkins a Mars bar when we get back. Nice job. So what is it? It's from our ET group in Roswell, a dimensional shift communicator. Wow, sounds mysterious. What's it do? You'll see. Here, try turning the dial while I power it up. Steady, slowly adjust the frequencies. Hear that? I think it's Gusterson. Quick, flip that switch to boost the signal. We've only got one shot at this. Bill, hand me the transmitter. Agent Gusterson. Agent Gusterson, can you hear me? What? What? Who are you? I'm Special Agent Patricia Meadows, and I'm with Special Agent Bill Lancey. We need your help, Agent Gusterson. Gus, everyone calls me Gus. Okay, Gus. Uh, how, how are you talking to me? I, I, I can't see you. We're communicating using a dimensional shift radio wave transmitter. We were able to reach you before you moved on. Moved on? Where's that? You're dead, Gus. But that doesn't mean you still can't help us. So I wasn't able to get the antidote after all. I'm afraid not. But, but listen, we don't have much time. The agency needs your services, Gus, as does the country. Well, why should I help you? I mean, if I'm dead, then it doesn't matter. Just, just leave me in peace. I'm going. No, no, you can't. Not when we're this close. Gus, you could be of great help to us. If you would be willing to assume an apparitional form 
your skills would surpass those of any normal spy. That's right. In your spirit form, you could travel almost anywhere instantaneously. Yeah, I've done enough traveling. But you could perform espionage at the highest level completely undetected. So what? What's in it for me? If I'm dead, money and power don't mean anything anymore. There's a woman. Oh? Yes. You could get a chance to interact with another apparitional agent, a female Soviet spy. Russian, huh? Is she cute? Why don't you assume an apparitional form and we can show you what she looks like? How the hell am I supposed to do that? Just stay where you are. We'll get you. Preparing the dimensional portal. What's going on? (laughs) Now don't move. What do you mean don't move? How can I move? I'm dead. Well, uh, I can see you. And I can fly around. I think it worked. Quick, grab the viewers. There he is, floating in the corner. Hey, doll face. You know, you're pretty cute for an agent. Well, well. Welcome back to the world, Agent Gusterson. It's time to get to work. Well, Agent Meadows and Lansing, it's been three weeks, and the National Security Council meets tomorrow. I am anxious to hear your report on our spook in Moscow. Yes, sir. Now, as you know, we had very little time to prepare, but we were fortunate enough to recruit an expired operative within the agency. Oh, that's right. Gusterson. You know, I heard his wife is a suspect for a double murder. We spent the last two weeks briefing our man on the situation and preparing him for his meeting with the Soviet spook. He was instructed to monitor and intercept her during the next drop-off in Washington. We just received surveillance tapes of the event, augmented with our new phase shift technology, so you can hear the conversation between them. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Play it. Nice day. Da, but I hear the weather is very muggy in Pittsburgh. You uh, have the package? Da. I have package. Here, you will find reports from your mold, based in KGB headquarters in Petrograd, Smolensk, and Kamchatka. Shame. So many traitors to the motherland. Well, my little double agent, I shall report you and your moles to the Moscow at once. Going somewhere? What? Who is there? How can you see me? Well, well. You are cute for a Russian agent. They weren't kidding. <laughs> you? Are ghosts too? Aha, I can see you now. So, you capitalists have learned to spy like us, huh? Well, that's right. That agency told me you were poking your nose where it didn't belong. 
You will not catch me, American pig. Yeah, we'll see about that. Go away. Leave me alone. Oh, playing hard to get, huh? Look, what was that? The papers. You fool, don't let them fly away. Where did we come from? Something must be wrong. We've been compromised. I have all papers. Well, quick, burn them and leave. Stop chasing! Ooh, I like it when you're angry. What? Gotcha. Ow! Oh. And so, now that you have coffee, what will you do? Uh, depends. You know, it does not have to be this way. You could come with me and we could work together. It's much more fun than being alone. Why still be loyal to your corrupt government? Mm, uh, but, uh, the agency. Trust me, American. I make it worth your while. What is your name? Well, everyone called me Gus. Oh, what a strong American name. <laughs> I'm Katya. I will show you how to have pleasure in our new forms, Gus. Come with me. Hmm. Oops, I seem to have dropped my brassiere. Oh, lucky that only you can see. <laughs> wow, what a pair of tchotchkes. <laughs> Well, now what the hell? What? He defected? We were afraid of this, sir. Without adequate time for training, apparitional recruits have a tendency to go rogue. Oh, where is he now? Satellite photos seem to indicate his face shift signal is somewhere near the Kremlin. Do we have any way of tracking him? Yes, with this device, sir. Uh, we've been monitoring it throughout the day. Uh, I'll turn it on for you. Uh-huh. According to this device, he's... Holy sweet Jesus! He's in Washington? He's in the Oval Office with the President! That can't be! He's been in Moscow for the last few days. Oh. Looks like Katya's there with him. I'll patch in their audio. Excellent, my love. You have led us to the American president's office. A nice place, huh? I never thought I'd get the chance to see Jack in person. It is not him we are interested in, remember? All right. The football. Lansing, is this conversation happening right now? Yes, sir, it's live. What's wrong? My God, the football. Football, sir? What does a football have to do it's with anything? It's a code word, you idiot, for the president's briefcase that contains the nuclear launch codes. Oh, you knuckleheads. You gotta call the White House. Call the White House now. Wait. What do you mean? What, what now? I'm getting a third signal. Third? From where? That's impossible. Uh, is that you? What the? Patty? Who is this Patty? Gus, I found you, Gus. At last. 
Now we can be together forever. Um, Patty, dollface. This really is not a good time. I knew that you would never leave your wife. When I poisoned both our glasses, that was the only way we would be together, even in death. You poisoned our glasses? Wait, who's that with you? Gus? Have you found someone else? What about us? It was supposed to be you and me forever. Now, now, honey, I, I can explain. No, I sacrificed too much. My life, my place in the afterlife, all to be with you. And once again, you're leaving me for this, this floofy. Your Gus is mine now, and we have very important mission for Mother Russia to complete. No way, Ruthie. If I can't go to the afterlife with Gus, then I'm taking all of you down with me. No, let go of me. Do not take him. spooks gone sir there's some interference but i'm no longer getting a signal from gusterson then it appears that our, our secrets are safe for now well then they'll have to be because i am canceling this program immediately what what budget cuts we're gonna have to shut this operation down now since we have lost contact with our spooks but the Russians, sir, the spook gap. Agent Lansing, none of this ever happened. Colonel Sweeney. Although it does sound like we owe a debt of gratitude to that dead woman, Patty. Well, I mean, who would have thought that scorned love could save a country? <laughs> but our work, Colonel, we can't just abandon it. Well, I'm afraid you'll have to, Agent Meadows. It's too much of an embarrassment to the government. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have an urgent meeting to attend. Colonel, come back! Katia? Come in, Katia. Yes, Colonel. Well done getting inside the Oval Office and avoiding that dimensional portal. I knew our plan to use the American spy to gain you access would work. I look forward to your report to pass on to the Kremlin. But Heba, Polkovnik. Katia. Samachusku Rossiu is a party you. Da, 
Spooky was written and directed by Josh Horowitz for the podcast 12 Chimes It's Midnight at 12chimesradio.com, created by Amy Poffey. Featured in tonight's cast were Josh Horowitz as the KGB scientist, Amalisha as Katya, Michael Carnegie as the military aide and spy too, Bob Telford as Colonel Sweeney, Chris Frost as Agent Lansing, Nancy Wilson as Agent Meadows, Dave McAllister as Vasimanova, and the room service lady, Dana Kelly Jr. as Deputy Director Cartwright and the President's aide, James Tripp as Agent Gusterson, Beth Damiano as Patty, David Westberg as the Doctor and the President, and Rick Scarry as Spy Number One. Editing and sound effects by Josh Horowitz. I'm Rick Scarry. Thank you for listening. And see you again at midnight. Das Vidanya. Das Vidanya. <laughs>